Welcome to the Unsweetened SIO podcast. My name is Siobhan Harris. I am a certified integrative nutrition health coach and the founder of unsweetenedsio.com. I gave up all sugar and all flour on January 13th, 2018, and am finally free of my addiction. My mission is to help other sugar addicts find their path to freedom and live the sweet life without sugar. Hi everyone, and welcome to episode 19 of Unsweetened Sayo, the podcast. Today I am going to talk about keeping your home safe from chemicals and toxins. I uh, interviewed my friend Jess Nolt a few episodes ago and about essential oils. She taught us all about essential oils. And we talked about how there are a lot of products that we use in our home that are filled with chemicals and toxins that are actually causing us and our families a lot of harm. So I wanted to talk today, and this might be a um, multi-part episode where I talk about products that I have used in my home that I really like, and then also my skincare products that I use for myself and my family. So I want to get right into it because I feel like this is a lot of information. And um, like I said, if I, if I do go long, I will try to create like a multiple episode about this. So <clears throat> I first want to talk about the Environmental Working Group website. Um, if you just go to www.ewg, environmentalworkinggroup.org, um, you, this is a website you definitely need to check out. Uh, they also have an app now. I was introduced to this probably, you know, five years ago, maybe even longer, and it is really, really informative. And basically, I'm just looking at the Environmental Working Group website now, as, and I will link this to at the bottom of my podcast, but their mission is to empower people to live healthier lives in a healthier environment. With breakthrough research and education, we drive consumer choices and civic action. It says, we are a nonprofit, nonpartisan organization dedicated to protecting human health and the environment. We work for you. Do you know what's in your tap water? What about your shampoo? What's lurking in the cleaners underneath your sink? What pesticides are on your food? How about the farms, fracking wells, and factories in your local area? Do you know what safeguards they use to protect your water, soil, air, and your kids? Which large agribusinesses get your tax dollars and why? What are GMOs? What do they do to our land and water? More than two decades ago, EWG set out to answer these questions and more and to empower you to get to know your environment and protect your health. So that's just from their About Us page. But I really encourage you to go check out their website. Um, What I look at most frequently is they have something that's called Skin Deep, and that's their guide to cosmetics. It rates over 70,000 personal care products that you might use every day on their level of toxicity. So um, this was really eye-opening for me when I first decided that I maybe needed to clean up 
um, and look at the products that I was using. And I guess just to back up a little bit, what really kind of got me going on, you know, becoming more of aware of what I was not just putting in my body, but using on my body and in my house and what I'm breathing in was that, you know, I mentioned before I had a hard time getting pregnant and I also had some losses. And one of our losses we found out um, would have had a pretty serious um, um, neural tube defect called an encephacel. And so um, I had some testing done to see if it was something that was genetic. And it turned out it wasn't genetic, it was environmental. So when I really started thinking about that, I thought, well, oh my gosh, like what am I doing or eating or breathing that's creating, you know, a birth defect? Um, So I really started kind of doing some research and started to really pay attention more to things like chemicals, toxins, stuff that maybe before I had heard about, like parabens and you know, I'd heard these kind of words, but honestly, I really didn't worry about it until all of a sudden it really affected me and my pregnancy. Um, so I started by looking at um, the EWG website and going to that Skin Deep guide and just kind of plugging in some of the cosmetics that I was using and just seeing how they rated. Um, you know, they've they have a lot of brands that are in here, you know, they don't, of course, have everything, but they keep it pretty updated. And you can actually search and put in your specific brand that you use, or you can go um, and search under their different categories. And they also will show you ones that are skincare products that they recommend that they call EWG Verified. Um, so then you kind of know that you're getting the best version of something. And this is everything from, you know, stuff you use in your home, um, sun care, you know, sunscreen is a huge one filled with chemicals. Um, when I talk about body products, I'll go into that more, um, you know, everything for your hair, nails, things with fragrances, um, oral care, stuff that you're using on your children. So it's kind of pretty much covers everything. And it can be pretty overwhelming when you first look at it. I will just warn you because I realized basically everything I was using was terrible. And, you know, it's expensive to replace your all these things over time. So my suggestion would be to take it kind of slow And, um, you know, start what I did is as I ran out of something, I would research and find a new product that I wanted to buy and then I would switch. So I didn't do it all overnight. It took a few years to fully, um, go pretty chemical and toxin free in my house. Um, I also had to experiment a lot, especially with some of the cleaning products, you know, they've come a really long way, even, you know, I probably started this process, you know, about 10 years ago or a little under 10 years ago, and they really have come a long way with making products that 
work really, really well. So, you know, you do, you might have to do a little trial and error, but you will find some great products. And I'm going to just talk about some that I like, um, you know, as a recommendation, you know, again, I'm not getting like paid or anything. Just, this is just my own opinion and you might have a different opinion, but these are things that have worked really well for me. Um, and like I said, I've just kind of done it really, really slowly. So, you know, one other thing though, I want to mention before I go more into what products I've been using in the house is just getting back to the EWG website. They also have something, and you might've heard of this already called the dirty dozen and the clean 15. And they put this out every single year and it rates, basically it's a shopper's guide to rate how many pesticides are in the produce that you buy at your store. So I usually print out both of these lists, the Dirty Dozen and the Clean 15. You can um, actually go on and I just, because I realized my last one was 2018 and there is a 2019 shopper guide out now and you can, um, you can put your email in and they'll email you just kind of a printable thing that you can keep in your wallet or hang up by your shopping list. Um, I do try to buy organic and almost all of my, definitely my uh, meats and dairy and almost most, you know, of my um, produce too. But again, if that is something that's a little bit, you know, too expensive for your budget right now, I think a really good way to start with buying organic produce is to refer to the Dirty Dozen. And anything that's on the Dirty Dozen list is using a ton of pesticide. So those are the foods that you'd want to buy organic if you can. And then you can compare the Clean 15. And, you know, a lot of times I'm buying everything organic, but if it is on the Clean 15 list, like I know avocados, for example, are usually on the Clean 15 list. And that's something, and onions, and those two things I don't buy organically. Um, I do buy just the regular. And you know, a little tip is at the grocery store, if you're not sure if it's organic or not, the label, the little sticker they put on the produce, if it is organic, it will start with a nine in front of the other digits. So I think it will probably be a five-digit number versus the regular um, produce will just be four digits and it does not start with a nine. So that's kind of a quick way to know if it's organic or not. But I'm just going to read the dirty dozen for you and you can go on the website and print out a copy. But for 2019, the dirty dozen list, number one is strawberries. And oh my gosh, we all love strawberries in my family so much. So I'm always really, really careful um, I never buy non-organic strawberries because they are usually number one or two. I mean, in the past like 10 years, I've been paying attention to this list. They are really high up there. So strawberries is something if you can buy organic or at your local farmer's market, talk to your farmers at your farmer's market because a lot of times they might not be certified organic because it's expensive to get that designation, but they don't use any kind of pesticides. So I always talk to ever you know farmers at my little local farmer market um, because uh, most of them do not use any kind of pesticides. So good to know. But anyway, so strawberries number one. 
Number two is spinach. Number three is kale. And again, spinach is up there a lot. So spinach and kale for your greens, you want to make sure that you're buying organic. Number four is nectarines. Number five, apples. And number six are grapes. And again, these three things are usually on the list. I never buy, um, I know, especially apples. I always buy organic apples, and we eat apples uh, every week, every day. Um, my kids love them. I have an apple usually as a snack, so we always buy organic apples. And that's kind of another tip, you know, is whatever you're eating on a daily basis, if you're wondering, you know, where to start with buying organic Eat, you know, buy the stuff that you're eating most often organic if you can, you know, like that makes the most sense because if you're eating, you know, apples every single day and they're the chemical filled kind, that's going to build up a lot faster. So then something you have maybe if you only have an apple once a month or something. So those things that you eat frequently, try to buy organic. Grapes is another thing. My kids love grapes. And the organic kind is always expensive, so we just don't get grapes very often. I just pay attention to the different grocery stores I go to, and when they're on sale, I buy them, and it's almost kind of like a treat. But I really never buy the non-organic grapes. Uh, seven, eight, and nine are peaches, cherries, and pears. Ten, eleven, twelve, tomatoes, celery, and potatoes, tomatoes and potatoes, tomatoes, potatoes, whatever you say, and celery. You know, I don't even really like celery, but I use it in some of my recipes, and that you can just, seems like that would be, I don't know why, whenever I get celery, I'm always thinking, oh my gosh, I can just, there's usually like dirt and stuff in there too. So I always wash it and rinse it really, really well, but always buy the organic kind. But potatoes kind of surprise me because they grow underneath the ground. I figured they would be fine. Um, so that was, for me, shocking was potatoes, and they are usually on the list. So I have, that was a big switch for me because we do, especially sweet potatoes I eat frequently, um, but we do have changed to all organic potatoes and tomatoes as well. Um, and now real quickly, I'm just going to jump over to the Clean 15 and read you the Clean 15 list. Um, and so these, again, are things that don't, that would be safe to just buy the regular kind if you can't buy all organic. Um, and so number one is avocados. That usually is pretty high up on the list. Um, and the one that surprised me is sweet corn. Um, that's number two. I just always figured, again, corn would have a lot of um, pesticides in it. But it says sweet corn, number two. Three is pineapples. Four is sweet peas frozen. Specifically says frozen. So that's something to think about, too. You know, this goes for fresh produce and frozen produce. Uh, number five is onions. Number six is papayas. Seven is eggplants. And that's one I didn't realize. I've been eating more eggplants recently. Um, I really like making like an eggplant parmesan, which is basically just eggplant sauce and maybe some mushrooms and onions and a little bit of mozzarella cheese. But it's just so delicious to me, roasted eggplant. So I just bought some this week. 
And um, that was when I wasn't sure. So I went organic. So I'm kind of, it's good to know that that is on the clean 15 list, eggplants. Another number eight is asparagus. Number nine, kiwis. 10, cabbages. 11, cauliflower, which we eat a lot of cauliflower. 12, cantaloupes. 13, broccoli. I was really surprised to see broccoli on the list. Um, again, they do it every year. They do a new list, but I don't remember broccoli on before. And we eat probably broccoli and cauliflower almost every week. So I will probably continue to buy organic, but it is just nice to know, keep this in the back of your mind if they're out or something, or if you are trying to save a little bit of money one week that you can go non-organic on these. Um, so 13 was broccoli, 14 is mushrooms, and 15 is honeydew melon. And I don't remember mushrooms being on there before either, so just kind of good to know. And then you can click, there's a little thing to click the full list and it will continue on, but that's like the top 12 um, or the dirty dozen, as they call them, of the ones that use a lot of pesticides and then the clean 15 that don't use as many. So if you haven't checked out um, the Environmental Working Group page yet, highly recommend. It just has so much good information on there. Um, I've learned so much. And again, just take it, try not to get overwhelmed because, you know, every time I look up something on here, I feel like, oh my gosh, terrible about myself um, <laughs> and what I'm using. So I, especially in the beginning, was very overwhelmed. Um, and I think the first step is just getting the information and then slowly replacing products as you need to. Uh, that would be my recommendation. So once you check that out and, you know, start getting your organic produce from your dirty dozen list to guide you, then you can start looking at kind of what's in your house and what you're using to clean your house every day. Um, so I'm going to go over just some brands, you know, it's probably stuff that you've all heard of, but that I really have liked. And again, it took a little bit of experimentation. Plus it might just be a little bit of personal preference. You know, um, you have to kind of see what works for you. What I really, really love is Mrs. Myers, um, that brand's I love the lemon verbena scent. It just smells really fresh and clean. And, you know, that's not a, you have to be careful with things that are artificially scented, but, you know, that's not one that's an artificial fragrance. Um, but they sell the multi-surface concentrate, it's called, in like a 32 floral ounce bottle. And you only need like a little capful of that um, and it can clean everything. So yeah, it says, let's see, for general cleaning, dilute, dilute one fourth cup of this concentrated cleaner with one gallon warm water. So it goes a long way. Um, one back, like when we first moved to Portland, we had a house cleaner, and I was really excited because she used all-natural products, and she was the one that told me about Mrs. Myers, and she used it for, like, 
everything, you know, and she was cleaning homes for a living. So I took that as a really good recommendation because she said, you know, it was cheaper that way too to buy the concentrate and just mix it up and you could use it on floors, you know, the counters, bathrooms, sinks. She even used it to clean the toilets. I mean, everything. So I like their everyday cleaner spray. I bought, you know, one of those. And then I just use the concentrate and mix it with some water to refill my spray bottle. So it lasts a really long time. Um, so I use that mainly in the kitchen. Um, I also like the Mrs. Myers hand soap. Um, we'll talk a little bit about hand soap too. Um, I also think you need to be careful with using anything um, that says, you know, um, that it has the tri triclosan. Again, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but if it's an Anna biotic soap that usually has the triclosan in it, which is a really, really terrible chemical that causes a lot of um, damage. So I try to do all of our hand cleaners and hand sanitizer sanitizers to be triclosan free. Again, no idea if I'm saying that word right. Sorry. Um, so I even like at work, we had regular hand soap and I anywhere again, if, if I'm washing my hands once in a while, or like when I'm traveling and the airport bathroom has, you know, something that has the, you know, antibiotic soap. I just, I use it. But for things that I'm doing every single day, I want to make sure, you know, I'll just bring my, sometimes even when I travel, I'll bring a little Method hand soap with me. I like the Method brand. I also like the Mrs. Myers brand hand soap too, but that's a little more expensive. So I kind of look and wait and see when that's on sale. Um, and hand sanitizer too, you know, they have a lot of natural hand sanitizers now. I have one that's I'm looking at right now. That's an every one brand it's called. I think I got it at Whole Foods, but I've seen this at Target too. And it's a peppermint and citrus sense. Um, I keep this in the car because like when we were at Chuck E. Cheese, for instance, this weekend for a birthday party with my kids, I have them spray their hands before and after. I'm probably not as good as I should be about, you know, having them clean their hands often. Um, but I do try to remember at those types of places. So I keep that usually in my car. Um, and I just prefer for the kids to have that too, instead of having the things the soap that's filled with, with chemicals and the antibacterial um, stuff, solution, whatever in there. Um, so that's what I do for soap. Um, moving that over, I have all my products out here so I can kind of look. Uh, again, with hand soap, I like a lot of different brands, I just kind of see what's on sale, but I end up using the method kind a lot because you can get that almost everywhere. Um, like Target has, um, even, and I know I've talked about this store before, I'll link it again, is Pharmaca, um, P-H-A-R-M-A-C-A.com. That's where I get all of my vitamins, but they also have a lot of these natural cleaners on there. And usually I have a 20% off coupon. That's why I love that website. They usually have some kind of deal going on. So it's free shipping, you know, once you spend $40. So I usually add, if I'm ordering some vitamins, I might add 
a few hand soaps in there or some cleaner cleaning stuff. I love that that's an option too. Um, another brand that I use for washing dishes is seven, seventh generation. I've really kind of, I use some of their products for a while, some of their different countertop sprays and just found that I like Mrs. Myers the best. And for the bathroom, actually, for sprays, I really like the Method sprays. They have a eucalyptus mint one bathroom cleaner that foams, and I just love that one. Um, so I tend to use Method in the bathroom. I even, for toilet cleaner, use Method toilet cleaner. Um, the seventh generation, I just didn't like the smell as much. So that's again, like something that's going to be a personal preference, but with the seventh generation hand or, um, dish soap, I do really like that. I get the free and clear one. It says right on the front, 0% fragrances or dyes. If I can, I do try to get things that are fragrant and dye free. Um, so I get the seventh generation. I also like Eek Over as a brand, um, which sometimes, again, I'm just looking at what's on sale. I just notice a lot of times that seventh generation is pretty affordable. Even at Whole Foods, it's on sale a lot. So uh, that's what I typically will pick up. And I have found that that works really well with cleaning dishes. Um, I like the Ecover brand a lot too. Sometimes that's a little more expensive. But for the, the dish soap, I really... Um, like that. Now for dishwashing tablets, because I, I like to use the tablets. Actually, I experimented with so many different, you know, more natural products for the dishwasher and was using those Cascade tablets up until like maybe even like two years ago before everything else I'd kind of, you know, transitioned over and found something else, but I could not find a dish washing tablet or even dishwasher gel that really cleaned the dishes. So finally I found the Ecover brand and love their dishwasher tablet. Um, it works really, really well. You can get it at, I, you know, probably the grocery store, your local grocery store, Target has it. Um, I sometimes order them online if it's a good deal. You know, websites like, uh, I don't think Pharmaca actually has it, but jet.com if you ever order anything off of there. Or, um, you know, sometimes I just Google Ecover dishwasher tablets and see what the, the price is. So you can get some good deals on those, and they just work so well. So I'm like... Finally found them, gave, I had just gotten like a Costco size tub of the Cascade ones. I gave those to my mom and switched over to Ecover and just love them. Um, they also make Ecover a rinse aid. I have found that, I don't know if you use rinse aid in your dishwasher, but that does make a big difference. Um, even when I was using the Cascade, you know, kind, um, I still thought there was sometimes like a film or something, but once I started adding the rinse aid and being really diligent about making sure the rinse aid is always full in the dishwasher, I noticed my um, dishes were coming out a lot cleaner. So I also really like the Ecover rinse aid um, 
as well. So I usually buy that. Now this time though, I was in the store and it was not on sale. It was like $6 for a smaller bottle. And I just thought, oh, that's so much. So I get it when you have like a budget restraint. So I ended up trying, I bought the 365, you know, which is the Whole Foods kind of generic brand, um, Rinse Aid, Citrus Rinse Aid, and it's a bigger bottle and it was a lot cheaper. Um, and I've just started using that and it just works okay. Like I probably won't buy that one again. I will just go back to the Ecover and see if I can find it online or something for a better deal. Cause I just found that works really, really well where this one, you know, it's just okay, but I bought it. I'm not going to waste it. I'm going to use it. And same with like, you know, um, you know, cause even when I was switching over to products, I, I would, look and see if things are on sale, I might buy like a seventh generation um, dishwashing soap, but I would use up whatever I was, you know, my Dawn or whatever I was using before first. So I wasn't wasting it because I get, again, you know, we all have a budget um, and we can't just, you know, overnight clean out the whole house. It's just too expensive. So just do it gradually, um, you know, start kind of seeing what products you might want to buy. And if they're on sale, you know, maybe get one or two things a week so it's not such a big expense all at once. And then you can kind of replace items as they start running out. But I was so happy to find those dishwasher tablets because I had a really hard time finding um, something that cleaned the dishes as well as the cascade. Um, so I like I mentioned the method. Another thing I buy for, um, I make sure I get natural glass cleaner too. Um, I know there's several different kinds. The one I have right now is actually made by Clorox. Um, you know, which actually makes me think, huh, but it is ammonia free and it's a natural glass cleaner. Um, it's called green works. Cause that, you know, when you're, I'm just looking at all the natural, it is a natural ingredients in there. So that's good. No bleach. Um, the fragrance is essential oil. So, you know, you can just kind of read the ingredients a little bit. But I remember, this was like years ago though, but my aunt was cleaning her bathroom and didn't open a window and ended up having to go to the hospital because she just ingested all of those like smells and toxins and get, got herself like kind of sick. And so again, it's always a good idea to crack a window when you're cleaning, but um, I just kept thinking about that, like, oh my gosh, that's the kind of products that we're using. Like you're breathing that in, you know, all the time. And if it's going to make you sick, it's probably not something, you know, you want to use like something with ammonia in it, for instance. So, um, that's something, you know, to kind of keep in mind when you start thinking about that stuff are those really harsh bathroom cleaners that you do get lightheaded when you're cleaning, like, that's not a good sign. Um, maybe that's one you want to switch to first, you know, something that's more natural. And I know sometimes you think, oh, but the natural stuff isn't going to work as well. But I'm telling you, if you experiment, you will find ones that work just as well, um, if not even better. Another thing a lot of people 
I know do and I do as well is just use vinegar, you know, white vinegar mixed with some water um, is a great cleaner. It cleans everything. And uh, my husband, though, hates the smell of vinegar. So that is one thing. Like, it doesn't really bother me, the smell of vinegar. But when I do, like, say if I spray the countertops with it or the bathroom, I can smell, like, it smells like vinegar for a while. You know, it's not like it's harmful, but it's not the most pleasant smell. And again, if it was just me, it really doesn't bother me, but my husband just can't stand it. So if I do use um, something with like vinegar, like recently I had to clean my oven. It was so gross, Um, like especially like the window, you know, when you open it up in the window. And I really didn't want to use, because I'm like, okay, oven cleaner is probably one of the worst things I can use. You know, I I do not want to use oven cleaner. So I recommend this. Just go on Pinterest. Um, They have so many good recipes for food, but also for things like this. Like I just typed in there, um, natural oven cleaner, and popped up tons of different recipes and most of them are different variations of like vinegar baking soda that you leave kind of on there and for that I added a drop I have this citrus fresh blend from my Young Living Essential Oils and I added that too just to kind of help cover up the vinegar smell and that was really really nice um so I, um, and it works, you know, you, I had to scrub hard and I had to do it like twice, but it worked really, really well just using baking soda, vinegar, and some essential oil. So I know baking soda and vinegar combined can do a lot of great stuff in the bathroom with mold, mildew, um, stains on the carpet. That's another huge one. We got one of those like huge vacuum cleaners. I think it's a Bissell one that is specifically for like, um, like steam carpet cleaning, you know, to clean up stains. Uh, so we got one of those a few years ago at Costco and I was just using, again, even I have to remind myself here I am being all natural. And then I'm using this vacuum cleaner that has whatever, you know, the cleaning stuff that came with it. Finally, I'm looking at the ingredients and I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been like cleaning up the carpets with this. And then, you know, the kids and I are sitting on that same carpet. So it's kind of remembering to stay like village and remembering, okay, uh, let me be checking ingredients. I constantly am reminding myself that with food, but it also goes the same for different like products that you're using every day or not even every day, just once in a while, like carpet cleaner. And so I went on Pinterest and looked up recipes for a natural carpet cleaner. And again, baking soda, vinegar. And I put that right in the vacuum cleaner instead of putting in the other toxic solution that came with it. I do that mix and again, put some essential oils to help it smell good. And that's worked really, really well. Um, My daughter the other day, uh, it's been like two weeks ago probably now, had this like terrible cough. And she was coughing so hard, she made herself throw up. And we have carpet in the house, like all over her bedroom. And of course, she had had like strawberries with dinner. So it was just strawberry chunks on, you know, our like light colored carpet, bright red strawberry, just 
everywhere. Um, and so I made the, did the vinegar baking soda, um, with a little bit of the citrus fresh blend in there. And it really came almost a hundred percent out. I mean, it's still like faint stain, but you really have to kind of look to see it. So I was really, really happy with that because, you know, again, that was something I wasn't really realizing that I was using that was terrible. And we don't, you know, have to use the vacuum cleaner like that a lot. And even if you don't have, I mean, again, vinegar, baking soda, and some essential oil for barf is really, really good. Um, cause I was reading Pinterest recipes that just said, even just letting like the, um, baking soda soak it up for a little bit. Um, you could just even vacuum that up later with a regular vacuum cleaner too, if you don't have one of those like steam ones. So, um, that's worked really well. And you can use, I mean, vinegar, baking soda on everything. Um, another thing that I use that was just kind of reminding me too, is using, um, any kind of like room freshener, um, whether it be Febreze or those plugins like Glade plugins or potpourri, even, um, candles too, all of these things are so toxic. Um, candles I have just finally gotten rid of. Again, this is like a process, you know, because it's hard to give up this stuff. And I really like candles. Um, I think I still have a few at Christmas time that I just don't light now. But even probably just to get, I get stressed out, probably even just the smell is not good for us. Um, but it's hard to, to get rid of those things, but all of those things, anything like that with a scent is really, really terrible. And I've noticed now, and this might happen to you as you start taking this stuff out and using more natural products, you get a little more sensitive suddenly to, you know, the old products that you used to use or to artificial scents. Like if I go into someone's house that has one of those Glade plugins, it's an automatic headache for me. Um, we also at my work have a really, it's just a small office and, and it's a house that's been, was turned into an office. So we just have one, you know, little bathroom for us all to share. And we had, um, you know, like spray to use after going poop. And the spray was giving me a huge headache. So, um, you know, the, the room freshener spray. So again, I went on Pinterest and found a recipe to use. And all it was is I just mix oil, a little bit of baking soda um, for the essential oils to kind of, you know, dissolve into. But I use um, Purification, which is a Young Living brand oil with a little, again, of that citrus fresh, because I just like that citrusy smell, but you could use lavender. You could use, I mean, there's so many different essential oils that you could use, whatever scent that you like. Um, so I made a little squirt bottle of that. And now we use that in our bathroom at work and everyone really likes it and I don't get a headache anymore. So anytime it's that kind of fake sense, I just notice right away, even now with people that wear perfume or cologne, um, I've been on an airplane before with someone with a lot of like cologne on and it just gives me a headache and I start feeling nauseous. 
even in like, even if I'm in a movie theater and someone's sitting in front of me, I try to move if I can. I mean, it really, I'm that sensitive to it. Um, where when I make my own kind of, you know, room deodorizer or freshener, I don't have any problems. And I know a lot of times it really bothers me at schools and I know our daycare uses, you know, those kind of sprays to help keep, you know, you don't want to get germs and um, get people sick, but I also think there's a better natural solution to that. And a lot of that is just making your own kind of cleaner um, or room deodorizer. We also, you know, use diffusers in our rooms. um, And that's great for a natural, again, use, get your essential oil, any kind of scent that smells good to you, a few drops in a diffuser with water. And, you know, it smells good. But, you know, my kids and I all use those in our rooms at night, too, just to help kind of fall asleep. But when the kids were smaller and still in diapers, um, you know, after having a poopy diaper, too, I would I made another kind of spray and it was that purification um mix, uh, oil blend from young living. And again, with just some water. And that was kind of what I sprayed around the room instead of that, again, Febreze or other kind of spray room freshener that has all the chemicals in it. Cause again, I don't really don't want to be breathing it in myself, but I really don't want my kids to be breathing that in too. And that's what worries me about the school and daycare because they spend a lot of time there. And if they're constantly bringing, breathing that in all day long, it's just not good for you. And it does build up and it does cause, you know, damage over time. You know, for me, I witnessed that who knows what else it's done to me. I've had a lot of kind of different hormone disorders. Um, and a lot of these things can cause that, but also having, you know, a baby that I ultimately did lose, but with a birth defect, um, really kind of opened my eyes that there is a lot of stuff in the environment that is not good for us, um, and is causing harm to our bodies. So I'm very protective now of my children. Again, though, I think you can go really kind of drive yourself crazy. Um, so I just caution you to just do the best you can, you know, that's what it comes down to. Um, you know, sometimes I get like so worked up about this stuff and I just realize, you know, I can't control everything. There is, you know, pollution in the air and this and that. I mean, it's not going to be a hundred percent perfect, but I can do the best I can to kind of help you know, in the ways that I can with replacing these products, um, in our house, what we eat, what we put on our bodies, my, you know, skincare, all that stuff does help, but obviously we can't avoid everything and just take it one step at a time. Try to start with those things that you use daily, you know, whether that be, you know, produce that you eat or even, you know, kitchen spray, for instance, um, and hand soap. That's kind of good places to start and start trying to replace some of those products. Um, and see, you know, find ones that you like. Keep an eye out for sales. 
but it can be very overwhelming in the beginning, especially when you go down, you know, I call it like the EWG, that little skin database. Um, it's like a rabbit hole because you're going to get like, oh my gosh, this and this and this and this and this, this too. Um, but they also do give some really good recommendations for products that, you know, don't have toxins in them. And again, I don't sweat it. I try to work with what I have in my budget. And, you know, I realize that maybe all my products aren't perfect, but they are a heck of a lot better than what I was using. So I feel like it's just, you know, making progress and like everything, you know, we can't be perfect. Just do the best you can with the budget that you have. Um, and, you know, do a little bit of the research and just find stuff that works. Oh, one last product. Cause I was just kind of put a bunch of stuff on my table here. So I wouldn't forget to talk about things, but one thing I did forget, um, is, um, washing, uh, laundry detergent and instead of using, you know, fabric softener, or dryer sheets, they have those dryer balls. And I've been using those probably like the last year and a half now before I was using dryer sheets that were like, you know, clean and free, you know. Um, And I've been allergic to, I've never been able to use Tide detergent or powder detergent. I always have had to use, um, you know, kind of dye and fragrance-free detergent. So I've been doing that for years. Right now I'm using the Ecos, E-C-O-S, or yeah, laundry detergent that I get at Costco usually has some really good sales on it at Costco too. So I'll stock up when it's on sale, but my mom actually just got me this, um, it's called clean slate suds for mother's day. She got me new dryer balls cause I kind of needed some new ones. And then this natural, it's actually powder detergent and it's all natural and it's scented with a little bit of lavender essential oil. And I tried it and it doesn't bother or irritate my skin at all. So I'm really excited about that too. And that was just at the, her local farmer's market. She got that. You can look up dryer balls online. And I do find, you know, my one, um, kind of criticism or whatever, I guess, of the dryer balls is I do notice still some, static clinging, you know, from the dryer. But when I notice that I try to take my dryer balls and soak them in like a sink filled with water just to absorb some of the water. And then I'll freshen them up with a few drops of lavender essential oil. Um, or, you know, sometimes I've, I've even used eucalyptus cause I like that smell. I use a citrus blend again a lot cause I like that smell. So you can really freshen them up with whatever. Um, and then that seems to help for a little bit. So if you do, again, I think I've looked at Pinterest for, for that too, as far as what to do with your dryer balls, if they aren't, you know, if, if you are, if static is becoming a problem. So that's something you might have to refresh once in a while, but they last for a long time um, when you are refreshing them. So over time you are, you know, saving money. And what I like about the Ecos um, laundry detergent is you only really need a tiny little bit. So make sure when you 
are using some of these natural products are a lot stronger. Same with essential oils. Uh, you don't need that much. A little bit goes a long way. So keep that in mind as you're, you know, especially starting, experimenting, start with just a little bit and then, you know, see if you need more. But laundry detergents, um, I love the Ecos. I was using the All Free and Clear for a while too, but that was because it, I noticed it was really irritating my skin um, using anything with any kind of scents or fragrance in it was kind of giving me a rash. So again, I hope this has been helpful um, and I will, I think that was pretty much all of my kind of house cleaning products. If there's anything that I forgot, let me know. I should say that on my kitchen floor, when I do mop the floor, which is rare, um, I know I should do that more often, but I, I just use my Mrs. Myers on the floor. Um, so that works, like I said, that concentrate you can use pretty much everywhere. Um, so if there's any questions or anything I missed, feel free to reach out to me on my website, www.unsweetensio.com and send me an email. I will do next week. Let's talk about the different, um, skincare products that I use and I'll give you some suggestions there. All right. Till next time. Have a great day. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. And remember, life is so much sweeter without sugar.